0: Welcome to Storytime with Kurt. In each episode, I'd like you to sit back, relax, and just chill out while I read Tom Swift and his motorcycle by Victor Appleton. Previously on Tom Swift and his motorcycle, Tom had just seen a motorcycle go off the road into a ditch and was racing towards the ditch to make sure nobody was hurt. And we start with Chapter 4. Tom and a motorcycle. When Tom reached the prostrate figure on the grass at the foot of the old oak tree, the youth bent quickly over the man. There was an ugly cut on his head, and blood was flowing from it. But Tom quickly noticed that the stranger was breathing, though not very strongly. Well, he's not dead just yet, exclaimed the youth with a sigh of relief. But I guess he's pretty badly hurt. I must get help. No." I'll take him into our house. It's not far. I'll call Dad. Leaning his wheel against the tree, Tom started for his home, about 300 feet away, and then he noticed that the stranger's motorcycle was running at full speed on the ground. Guess I'd better shut off the power, he exclaimed. No use letting the machine be ruined. Tom had a natural love for machinery, and it hurt him almost as much to see a a a piece of fine apparatus abused as it did to see an animal mistreated. It was the work of a moment to shut off the gasoline and spark, and then the youth raced on towards his house. "'Where's Dad?' he called to Mrs. Baggert, who was washing the dishes. "'Out in one of the shops,' replied the housekeeper. "'Why, Tom, whatever has happened?' she went on hurriedly as she saw how excited he was. "'Man hurt!' "'In front. Motorcycle. Smash. I'm going to bring him in here. "'Get things ready. I'll, I'll find Dad.' "'Bless and save us,' cried Mrs. Baggert. "'Whatever we come into. Who's hurt? How did it happen? Is he dead?' Haven't time to talk now,' answered Tom, rushing from the house. "'Dad and I will bring him in here.' "'Tom found his father in one of three small machine shops "'on the grounds of the Swift Home. "'The youth hurriedly told what had happened.' "'Of course we'll bring him right in here,' assented Mr. Swift, "'putting aside the work upon which he was engaged. "'Did you tell Mrs. Baggert?' "'Yes, and and she's all excited. "'Well, she can't help it, being a woman, I suppose, but we'll manage. "'Do you know the man?' "'Now, as an aside here, uh, you can tell the verbiage is dated, right? "'She can't help it being a woman, I suppose.' right now you say those words and you start talking like that in today's culture you're gonna get your teeth kicked in so um but it's a product of its time so uh do you know the man never saw him before today when he tried to run me down guess he doesn't know much about motorcycles but come on dad he may bleed to death father and son hurried to where the stranger lay as they bent over him he opened his eyes and asked faintly where am i Uh, what happened you're all right in good hands said mr swift are you much hurt not not much mostly stunned i guess what happened he repeated you and your motorcycle tried to climb a tree remarked tom with grim humor Oh, yes, I remember now. I couldn't seem to steer out of the way, and I couldn't shut off the power in time. Is the motorcycle much damaged? The front wheel is, reported Tom after an inspection, and there are some other brakes, but I guess... I wish it were all smashed, exclaimed the man vigorously. I never want to see it again. Why? Don't you like it? asked Tom eagerly. No, and... "'I never will,' the man spoke faintly but determinedly. "'Never mind now, son,' interposed Mr. Swift. "'Don't excite yourself. "'My son and I will take you to our house and send for a doctor.' "'I'll break the motorcycle after we carried you in,' added Tom. "'Don't worry about the machine. "'I, I never want to see it again,' went on the man, "'rising to a sitting position. "'It nearly killed me twice today. "'I'll never ride again.' You'll feel differently after the doctor fixes you up, said Mr. Swift with a smile. Doctor, I don't need a doctor, cried the stranger. I'm only bruised and shaken up. You have a bad cut on your head, said Tom. It isn't very deep, went on the injured man, placing his fingers on it. Fortunately, I struck the tree a glancing blow. If you'll allow me to rest in your house a little while and give me some plaster for the cut. "'I should be all right again. "'Plaster for the cut. "'If that isn't a little indicator of age, nothing is. "'I'm not putting any plaster on any cut I've got. "'Can you walk, or shall we carry you?' asked Tom's father. "'Oh, I can walk, if you'll support me a little.' "'And the stranger proved that he could do this "'by getting to his feet and taking a few steps. "'Mr. Swift and his son took hold of his arms "'and led him to the house.' There he was placed on a lounge and given some simple restoratives by Mrs. Baggert, who, when she found the accident was not serious, recovered her composure. "'I I must have been unconscious for a few minutes,' went on the man. "'You were,' explained Tom. "'When I got up to you, I thought you were dead until I saw you breathe. "'Then I shut off the power of your machine and ran in for Dad.' "'I've got the motorcycle outside. "'You can't ride it for some time, I'm afraid, Mr. Uh, "'And Tom stopped in some confusion, "'for he realized that he didn't know the man's name. "'I beg your pardon for not introducing myself before,' "'went on the stranger. "'I'm Wakefield Damon of Waterfield. "'But don't worry about me riding that machine again. "'I never shall.' "'Oh, perhaps,' began Mr. Swift. "'No, I never shall.' went on Mr. Damon positively. "'My doctor told me to get it, "'as he thought riding around the country "'would benefit my health. "'I shall tell him his prescription "'nearly killed me.' "'And me too,' added Tom with a laugh. "'How, why, are you the young man "'I nearly ran down this morning?' "'asked Mr. Damon, "'suddenly sitting up and looking at the youth. "'I am,' answered our hero. "'Bless my soul!' "'So you are,' cried Mr. Damon. "'I was wondering who it could be. "'It's quite a coincidence, but I was in such a cloud of dust "'I couldn't make out who it was.' "'You had your muffler open, and that made considerable dust,' explained Tom. "'Was that it? Bless my existence. "'I thought something was wrong, but I couldn't tell what. "'I went all over the instructions in the book, and those the agent told me, "'but I couldn't think of the right one.' I tried all sorts of things to make less dust, but I couldn't. Then bless my eyelashes if the machine didn't just stop after I nearly ran into you. I tinkered over it for about an hour or more before I could get it going again. Then I ran into the tree. My doctor told me the machine would do my liver good, but bless my happiness, I'd just as soon be without a liver entirely as to do what I've done today. I am done with motorcycling. A hopeful look came over Tom's face, but he said nothing, that is, not just then. In a little while, Mr. Damon felt so much better that he would start for home. "'I'm afraid you have to leave your machine here,' said Tom. "'You can send for it any time you want to,' added Mr. Swift.
1: "'Bless
0: my hatband!" exclaimed Mr. Damon, who appeared to be very fond of blessing his various organs and his articles of wearing apparel." <laughs> Bless my hatband, I never want to see it again. If you will be so kind as to keep it for me, I will send a junk man after it. I will never spend anything on having it repaired. I am done with that form of exercise, liver or no liver, doctor or no doctor. He appeared very determined. Tom quickly made up his mind. Mr. Damon had gone to the bathroom to get rid of some of the mud on his hands and face father said tom earnestly may i buy that machine off him what buy a broken motorcycle i can easily fix it it's a fine make and in good condition i can repair it i've wanted a motorcycle for some time and here's a chance to get a good one cheap you don't need to do that replied mr swift you have enough money to buy a new one if you want it i never knew you cared for him I didn't until lately, but I'd rather buy this one and fix it up than get a new one. Besides, I have a new idea for a kind of transmission, and perhaps I can work it out on this machine. Oh, well, if you want it for experimental purposes, I suppose it will be as good as any. Go ahead, get it if you wish, but don't give too much for it. I'll not. I fancy I can get it cheap. It's more of that old-timey language again. I'll fa- I fancy I can get it cheap. Um, I wonder what these stories would be like just rewriting them in today's vernacular. I don't know. Just something to think about. Mr. Damon returned to the living room where he had been first carried. I cannot thank you enough for what you've done for me, he said. "'I might have lain there for hours. "'Bless my very existence, I've had a very narrow escape. "'Hereafter, when I see anyone on a motorcycle, "'I shall turn my head away. "'The memory will be too painful.' "'And he touched the plaster that covered a cut on his head. "'Mr. Damon,' said Tom quickly, "'will you sell me that motorcycle?' "'Bless my finger-rings. "'Sell you that mass of junk?' "'It isn't all junk,' went on the young inventor. "'I can easily fix it, though, of course,' he added prudently. "'It will cost something. "'How much would you want for it?' "'Well,' replied Mr. Damon, "'I paid $250 last week. "'I've ridden a hundred miles on it. "'That's the rate of $2 and a half a mile. "'Pretty expensive riding. "'But if you're in earnest, "'I will let you have the machine for $50.' and then I fear that I will be taking advantage of you. I'll give you fifty dollars, said Tom quickly, and Mr. Damon exclaimed, Bless my liver, that is, if I have one. Do you mean it? Tom nodded. I'll fetch you the money right away, he said, starting for his room. He got the cash from a small safe he had arranged, which was fitted up with an ingenious burglar alarm, and was on his way downstairs when he heard the f- his father call out, Here. Here. What do you want? Go away from that shop. Oh, yeah. No one is allowed there. And looking from an upper window, Tom saw his father running towards a stranger, who was just stepping inside the shop where mister Swift was constructing his turbine motor. Tom saw Tom started as he saw that stranger was in the same black mustache man was the same black mustache man whom he had noticed in the post office and later in the restaurant at Mansburg. And thus endeth chapter four. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Storytime with Kurt. You can subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash Kurt. If you want to stay up to date with all recordings moving forward, you can catch the live recording each Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday evening over at twitch.tv slash kurtstable. That's K-U-R-T-S-T-A-B-L-E or follow me on Twitter at V-O by Kurt. If you have suggestions for future books, you can go ahead and send me an email at Kurt at Kurt.com. See you next time.